0: This is The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Johnny Torres, as we are uh, experiencing uh, just a bunch of little bumps and bruises here, uh, especially coming off of a rough weekend, uh, but hope you had a great one. Uh, this is The Most Important Relevant Podcast in Politics. Uh, we've got a great but familiar cast for you tonight and lots of amazing topics, including our countdown to Election Day, 23 days away. All right, so uh, if you haven't donated to a campaign, whether that be your time, your money, your resources, uh, you still have a little over two weeks to do so. uh, And trust me, they need your help. So reach out to your favorite candidate campaign um, or organization and get involved as uh, again, I'm not going to use the cliche that this is the most important election of our lifetime, but it's pretty important. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's run down the rest of our topics. Tulsa Gabbard needs a home. uh, If uh, anyone's uh, looking, uh, she's uh, out on the prowl for uh, a new political party uh, after leaving the Democrats um, and is AFT dead. It'll be our local topic as uh, here in Hillsborough County, the all for transportation uh, ballot measure failed before election day um, it, it was struck down by the courts once again uh, and uh, it just won't go away so we'll talk about why died and and how it's uh, probably going to be a zombie at this point because it's gonna come back at some point uh, also racist Democrats continued uh, as uh, you know uh, they said the quiet part out loud uh, over in LA County California and a councilwoman having to resign over some inappropriate comments she made about a fellow fellow Council member, um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting to uh, kind of break down what's going on over there. So we'll definitely be doing that. That being said, over to the big table is. Unable, David Cabrera and Nate Ginter. Hello, fellas.
1: Our table is the exact same size as yours. It doesn't have to be big. That's very true. That's so can I call offensive. it the big boy table? Or? That's even. I'm okay with that. You, just, you know what? No, that. You know what that was? That was a
2: micro calorie shame. That's a, that is what that was. I don't think I didn't catch that, Johnny.
1: Uh, well, I, don't I think told you that <laughs> in confidence That <laughs> I had a problem That someone shamed me at dinner <laughs> Dr. Leo And because of oh, that no. It was I was so offended
0: And now the whole world knows <laughs>
1: Now I, I have never been shamed Out of 1500 calories oh So quickly God. in my life
0: Wow Yeah mean? at that point I'd be like I'll take the water thing
1: <laughs> No I still drank <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, just, it was just 2,000 calories in drinks.
1: Could you imagine? Oh, easily. No, that's that's
0: not hard at all. That's that's actually not (laughs) very difficult to do. Um, Yeah. Uh, All right. So. Oh, my goodness. So, as we're counting down to election day, uh, as you can imagine, a lot of October surprises at every level. I mean, we're seeing uh, in Atlanta, of course, the bombshell from the abortion uh, uh, that uh, uh, Herschel Walker allegedly did or did not pay for, Mm -hmm. where we're we're seeing a lot of. Now, he
2: did say he had sexual relations with that woman, though, right? Yes. and, and And. And actually not the problem.
0: Okay. And even in an interview, he verified that he did sign a check. Mm-hmm. They showed him a check, but the check, of course, like most checks, don't say what it's for.
2: Right. You know, so well, you're he's also not going to write abortion in the memo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're be like, well, a it's, bad it's, decision. It's Mr. <laughs> Walker. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Plan C. The f- <laughs> yeah. So you guys don't understand. That's actually the third check that he tried to write. The oh, first two no. had to get voided out because of those issues. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 like, oh. This is for
2: not 18 years of headaches. <laughs>
0: Uh, Uh, Cool.
2: uh, Anti baby mama drama check.
0: Yeah. That's that's a prenuptial agreement.
2: That, that really, you know, it's well. Hey, he's he's nipping the problem in the bud, literally. And I, and I like a politician that plans uh, ahead,
0: man. But that so that race, according, I don't know. I, I think you know it, it could be overblown, but now they're saying it may be closer than originally expected. Warnock was looking to win, but then Warnock shot his foot, uh, shot himself in the foot over the weekend, not literally. As I was gonna he, say
2: since Dick Cheney, I always have to make sure. Wait, no, he didn't really shoot. Himself you know. In the fort, you
1: never it? know. You <laughs> never know. Figuratively. When Darth Vader, I mean. <laughs> Uh, he was the dark vader of the 90s
0: he was, yeah figuratively uh he claimed that the braves should revisit the naming of their team oh. um due to its alleged insensitive nature to should be called
2: the cowards because uh, that's you know, how they
0: played. and but right. but again we've been down this road whether it's the seminoles the braves mm-hmm. um i mean honestly even the indians which they're they're now the guardians which is ridiculous <laughs> um it's uh <laughs> you know uh, honestly i thought the mighty ducks were a terrible name and then And and I'm like, did Disney buy a baseball team? I mean, it it was, I mean, they might as well.
2: No, I just want to point out too, the irony of you at least used to reference the indigenous people that lived in the area <laughs> right, right. and now you're calling yourselves a bunch of people playing baseball in their graves, the guardians, you know, right. which the guardians is so adorable. Of what? It's Cleveland.
1: Hence, hence why, you know, liberals are the one that are coming up with these things Yeah. because no conservative, like, can we think this through just a little, just a little bit when it comes to this? Like, I don't, like, we're just going to be playing, like, teams, like, this is the Completely red team. Tone deaf. This is the yellow team. Like, right. this is the green team. And people will still find a fence if we just put a collar yeah. for every team. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, Ooh.
0: Cincinnati was just ahead of its time. I mean.
1: Yeah.
2: But it uh it's, well you got the Blue Jays, nobody yells about that. But again, this yes. this issue <laughs> yet. This
0: issue has been just run into the ground for the past oh, gosh, 20, 30 years. Yes. And and the Native American community has already signed off on it time after time. In fact, in some cases, they were benefiting from it because they were getting a nice check from the team every year. Mm-hmm. You know, as I believe was the case with the Redskins. And and Washington still changed the names to what is it, the Commanders?
2: Uh I believe it is the Commanders. Yeah.
0: Um, um and uh, it's so i don't know if that's how much that's going to hurt warnock um you know but it could be one of those blunders that makes the tie, makes the race close enough for, to turn out um, because, uh, I think it was just out of reach for Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and, and
2: Walker's a Republican in this case. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Gotcha.
2: yeah. Hey, listen, I'm oh here to God, be man. a voice of moderation oh, in the middle. God. Exactly. I'm, I'm Joe Sixpack. Exactly. 1776. Flag glasses, red, white, and blue. <laughs> I mean, there is I love a this six country. packs mm-hmm.
1: somewhere in the, yes. It's
2: what's well, it's, it's inside it's the cake.
1: Anatomy. that's right. where we're, it's yeah. being protected. Yeah, it's yes. being protected. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I
0: so, was just making No. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and well, the other October surprise for Warnock was the fact that the church where he is a pastor, mm-hmm. um, apparently owns some residential property. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, and, and
2: plantations.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, no. Is that what it is? I was
0: gonna be so bad. Almost as bad. That they kid. were apartments that <laughs> they were evicting people from. Oh, like oh, and this Garden's, is like low income yeah.
2: housing. Yeah.
0: And uh and apparently they were. Well, what, what did it take people should like from. pay rent? It so was you, right. Yeah. They well
2: I mean Tenements, uh, uh right. as Kimberly
0: right. Davis is putting in,
1: in, the comments.
2: Right. Oh, tenements. Oh, we so have yeah, a comment yeah. section now I'm so, trying
1: to find that still.
2: Well, listen, if you make the house is too nice, then the poor people want to stay there forever. And okay, I don't support what
1: that. what we talked about. Offline cannot be talked about right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: oh, so, um, you know, and then Dr. Oz, uh, is looking to be closer than expected in Pennsylvania. Yes. I know that's home territory for you. Now
2: you're talking my life. Yo, go birds. It, <laughs> what
0: is it with Fetterman that, I mean, the guy, I mean, he looks like a bouncer at a, like, like a sleazy he's, bar. So,
2: so I, I actually will say, um, you know, obviously him and I look like we could be cousins, so I'm not <laughs> gonna sit here and let you besmirch the man's beautiful frame, but I will say this, um, you know, he's got a lot of supporters, uh, that, that are from surprising areas because he's f- like pro marijuana. He's been, he's been very actually pro gay. Uh, I, I don't know if he is or not. It's not my business, but yeah. um, I'd be frightened. Evidently, because, he yeah. almost
1: shot a black person. Like, well, so the, but ago. see, that's the kind of stuff that's going to
2: hurt him. So, so you know, there was a thing, I guess he saw, like, a black on his property and ran yeah. after him with a shotgun. That's not a great look for a Democrat. That um, that, that, that's, that's actually in, how you get into the Republican Party that in I'm Pennsylvania. Say, that works like
1: Florida. That does not work in Pennsylvania. Yeah, right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But, uh, no but danger no,
0: ground in the, Philadelphia.
2: Well, I think what's hurt Fetterman the most is he's had some health issues, some genuine health issues. What, are you talking about the heart attack that he had and and he's tried to and this is it's always a tough call because there's a fine line between you garner some sympathy yeah. and people are now frightened a little yeah. bit about your prospect of of being in office it was rough. and it was yeah rough. and he's done, I felt he, really bad about he, he did some interviews that were i think too soon I got. To try a, to I have to go back field.
0: and look and see what this guy looked and sounded like before the stroke, because honestly, it just. I watch him, and it it makes about as much sense to me as Joe Biden does right now. Um, it's, it's just. It's. It, well, they I both mean, had
2: strokes, so. I mean, they both look <laughs>
0: like they're functioning on like ten percent, like our phones it's, do. You know, I, it's I, just I, like.
2: I, I think that his from what I can tell, from what I've seen. Uh, And, uh, you know, he's, I think he's there mentally. I think that he has a hard time connecting it to his mouth hole. Right. And that's a problem for a guy that speaks a lot. And And, okay, I get the stroke thing. But the thing
0: is, is that even, again, even in Rin, because there has been some controversy lately over Mm -hmm. an interview that apparently he gave. But it was written, and mm-hmm. it, they didn't say that they were actually using somebody to dictate what he was saying, mm-hmm. and you know, so there's all that going on. But I still don't see like because apparently he was what uh, lieutenant governor. Yeah, yeah,
2: he yeah. He was, and, he was and lieutenant governor.
0: governor, and then now running for. T- but I just don't see it, right. Like I don't, I don't see the policy. I don't see, and maybe because people are just focusing on the fact that he's always in a hoodie. Yeah. Um, yeah well, th-
2: so it's it's a funny thing because you've got this guy who looks like one of the extras from Sons of Anarchy, right? side and then you've got, but he's wealthy. Dr. Oz on the other side. That's a ridiculous election yeah. on the outset. Well, and they're so, both about,
0: you know, I don't know, equally wealthy, but they're both wealthy.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, mean, But he,
0: he, he comes from a family of money, right?
2: Uh, the veterans. The yeah. And, and well, so, so yeah, they, they've got money. Um, and you know, and again, I, I don't hold that against anybody where they come from and, um, he also had taken really strong, you know, uh, you know, made a lot of public statements during the election and, you know, the the, the post-election, yeah. you know, sort of, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, kerfuffle is the way I describe it, but maybe that's right. a little soft. Um, but, you know, he, he was very big on, like, going in and he was a big physical imposing dude and was, like, screaming at people. Actually got removed by the Senate, was screaming at them, like, you need to certify this stuff, let's go. And, like, basically threatening them, and, you know, they were like, he, get out of He's a little
1: anything. intimidating. Yes, but yeah, but he's, I mean, yes. but
2: he's, I'm saying he's a big person. Yeah, that was also right.
1: before yeah. the stroke. So now, True. I feel, yeah. hearing stories of what he was when he was lieutenant governor, and mm-hmm. before then, you could definitely tell that there has been a change. There has mm-hmm. definitely been a change. The way he right. speaks, the way he carries himself, and it's almost to the point that it's a different person. And I think people are getting a little... Uncomfortable with the idea that they Mm -hmm. might not be able to know who this person is that's running for senator, and then when you had the the CN I think a CNBC or a CNN reporter I might be wrong uh, that did the last interview that they had to use a a teleprompter well that's what i was her. talking about yeah and that was the issue like me for him not having the ability to see or even to hear mm-hmm. what she was saying and that's one thing for him to be able to have to read it to them be able to comprehend what was being yeah. discussed that's a whole different conversation and i do agree i think it's too soon for him to be out and about and it's causing people to really worry go uh, but it, it
0: also shows you how divided we truly are and and I was listening to uh, a radio show discussing this how polarized we are that even in those circumstances when you see someone that is whether you think it's Fetterman or Herschel mm-hmm. Walker or Joe Biden where you see that maybe they are mentally unfit for office mm-hmm. you know how people are still gonna vote for them regardless because of their partisan allegiance
2: well I, I'll tell you it's a, it's a true story straight out of PA and uh, this is in no way about uh, like any Anybody that I'm directly related to, but it totally is. <laughs> um, ba- like total Oprah head, loves all kinds of hippie dippy medicine stuff, lifelong liberal, loved Dr. Oz. As mm-hmm. soon as he ran as a Republican, this guy's an idiot right well how many times did you try to sell me on dumb herbal dr oz recipes <laughs> yeah like over the course of the last 15 years right. and being like he what he's have you seen the kai berries and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> yeah i just don't think abortion is a great idea he's an idiot so like it, it just it, it's it's most people are polarized and it's yeah. you know it, it just in general as we're talking about election follow-up coverage i think much like in pa which is a very close battleground state a lot of times it's about 2 percent, 2.5 percent of the population right can i get 2.5 to vote for me that don't vote for my opponent that's a five well, percent swing
0: like I an evil and state. i like an you know. evil and i always say you don't have to win the demo you yeah. just have to
2: move yes. the needle that's just enough
1: right Exactly, and that's, and that's the beauty of how our democracy really is yeah. at the end of the day That's all you're really focusing on is that one or two percent that to, to be able to move it so in this particular race what we have in uh, in um, Pennsylvania, they do show that Ferdinand has somewhat of a lead. However, it's so with inside the margin that it doesn't right. matter Some yeah. are two three at the most They all have him up by a few points, but at the end of the day we own the republicans only need to pick up one yeah one Democrat. but republicans are still more fired
0: up in general than than the democrats are the democrats democrat women are fired up over the abortion issue oh yeah um and you've have you've had democrat women cross the aisle you know over the issue um now whether they're going to make enough of an impact you know to to counteract the, the Republican turnout um, that's you know that's going to be the tricky part I mean Arizona's another toss up where you know again uh, Rick Scott uh, along with the NR so the NRSC the NRCC and I think the RGA um, so uh, sorry uh, let me go ahead and, and, and unravel those
1: I was like how, you, <laughs> you, you went really <laughs> fast I did not get the, the National Republican
0: it. Congressional <laughs> Committee the National Republican Senatorial Committee okay. and the Republican Governors Association Are going to do like a national tour to these kind of you know swing races, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or 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 races that we could possibly win to try to shore up again some momentum here in the last couple weeks. Um, I think that could help. Um, You know, Rick Scott again. uh, People always tend to under uh, Under underestimate him, him. Um, and uh, he's far more. strategic politician than people give him credit for and so it's going to be very interesting to but see if that pays do, off
2: do you think like in, in a place like pennsylvania like uh, rick scott coming to talk has any effect whatsoever not him on it's
0: okay. i mean he's just he's the head of the nrsc sure sure um and so in other words the head of fundraising for senate republicans
1: and he's done a snapple job
0: uh and and so the um it's more about the other headliners, sure. You know, and so you get the other senators that are popular, you know, the, and, and other political figures that are popular to show up and, and rally, kind of like Governor DeSantis is doing tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. For those of you watching us live here, Monday, uh, October seventeenth, um, he's going to be having a rally in Tampa, in town and country, and there's going to be some big names there. The, yeah,
1: it's going to be a really big event. But I, to wrap this, uh, to wrap up this conversation that we're having, uh, there are five states that people are looking at the senate races at the moment ohio georgia pennsylvania arizona and nevada of those five we need to We need to keep Ohio and we just need to pick up one of the Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Nevada. I think it's Nevada. That's going to be the most surprising night because no one's talking about it. Mm -hmm. Everyone is just thinking that it's not that big of a deal. The Republican at the moment is leading 42 to 41, even though there is a big spread. The Nevada was surprising because the the labor bosses that were in, because Vegas, basically it's Vegas. Mm If you can swing Vegas or reduce the votes around, it's you're able. Vegas, to baby, that one. Vegas, baby, mm-hmm. Vegas. They are much more willing to vote a Republican than a Democrat yeah. from the labor unions. That even though the labor unions are telling them to vote one way, they will not vote that way. Georgia, I think. All these relevant re- revelations have caused too many problems for that position, so I don't think um, Walker is going to take it. Uh, even his son is throwing him under the bus. Yeah. So I think it's just it's too much to recover from. A lot of so, baggage. Yeah, a lot of baggage. Pennsylvania is a toss-up. I think Oz might get it just because people are now seeing a lot more problems. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised because originally it was eleven-point lead that he had over Oz. It's down to three, but yeah. I think what it, what we, we what they should learn from um,
0: the Georgia election is that. Uh, even if Walker doesn't pull it off, is that we could be competitive in Georgia. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, at least for that seat.
1: The thing is, like, uh, no with the one right did a, candidate, no one did a background check. No yeah. one should. Someone should have done a background check. No, and it, and apparently
0: he's been he's been a lot to deal with. Yes, uh, uh,
1: the- Arizona, we're probably going to lose that. Mark Kelly has a seven point lead at the moment, and and in Ohio we still have a, a two point lead. So we are doing pretty good. Again, this is twenty three days out. We still have a lot of politicking to do. Yep. And the way the wave is starting to flow is showing that Republicans are going to take more seats in the in the House, and we'll probably take one to two seats in the Senate. So it will be a, it will be a 52 to 48. Yeah. I think, you
0: know, I think here in Florida, Rubio safe, um, the governor safe. Uh, I mean, there are people that have, uh, b- that have literally been on governor Chris or Senator, uh, Congressman Chris, whatever his title is right now. Um, they have worked with him before Mm -hmm. and pretty much and these are people that are close to him Mm -hmm. um, and they're saying it's over it's yeah yeah, there's just no chance
1: and that's and that's good on our side florida is not there's no longer in the it's florida for the senate and the gubernatorial they're no longer that
0: being said you still need to turn out yes. on election day. <laughs> mm-hmm. You still need to vote. All right. Uh, these, these are projections based on the people who typically come out and, and vote, even
1: though Hillsborough um, is not going to go for the governor, every Republican, every independent needs to go at least vote so that we're able to do our part in the yeah. statewide races.
2: And also convince your friends to change their vote. Cause if you convince one out of 20 of them, oh, yeah. you've like swung the election. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, so pay them if we'll you have s- to. I don't officially advise that, that's but illegal. I would just say that's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal. Oh, don't pay them. <laughs> that's illegal. No, that's, that's what, illegal. what I was saying. No, I'm sorry. There's a struck. disclaimer don't, that's happening right here. Don't <laughs> somewhere pay them. right here. Something
1: we'll just put we'll the
2: Yeah, and definitely don't promise them benefits because that would be like paying like them, right? pizza
0: and beer and. <laughs> well you know and speaking of uh changing votes well uh, we've also got tulsi gabbard who uh recently announced that she is leaving the democratic party uh she aligned this announcement which again we've seen coming for the past two years uh along with an announcement that she's going to be doing a show or podcast of some kind um and so that was a great kind of news item to kind of hook everybody in there she continues to be very vocal she's on all the news networks out there uh, continuing to opine on uh, the different policies what good lord man you literally have a microphone right in front of you i'm gonna shut you off over there uh, it's <laughs> oh my record, God, I'm not even gonna. And
2: Neville was just opening oh, up a package Lord. of. Was it a Cliff Bar? I don't know what we were talking about. Sir. <sighs> you, you it, what it, what was well, it? Extra crinkly' You're flavor? in the penalty box. I turned
0: <laughs> off your mic that's
2: for for
0: violation of for violation of show protocols. <laughs> um, before we get into Tulsi Gabbard's. Um, uh, it, it topic. I just want to remind you uh, and, and send out a huge thank you uh, to Concerned Veterans for America. We're going to get an update from them in just a few minutes. Uh, better known as CVA, their nonpartisan non-for-profit organization known as the Voice for Veterans for Freedom and Prosperity. CVA works to hold the VA accountable by promoting policy changes that ensure better health out care out- uh, outcomes for veterans and encourages our elected officials to keep America's promise to those who have served our nation. Uh, To learn more about how you can get involved with Concerned Veterans for America and stand for freedom, American freedom and prosperity, contact our friend David Houston, uh, who we'll be hearing from in just a moment, at dhouston at cv4a.org. You can also check out their website, cv4a.org. Follow them on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, look up Concerned Veterans Florida or Concerned Veterans for America Florida. Uh, And uh, as I said, uh, we've got a great update from David coming up. In just a few minutes, so Tulsi Gabbard again, I believe, was very strategically taken out in in this election. As you know, they of course forced everyone to get in line behind Joe Biden. Um, You know, she's someone that notoriously knocked out Kamala Harris, Mm -hmm. uh, took her out in one of the early debates. uh, Has, uh, I mean, I think she she's kind of the total package. Mm -hmm. You know, she looks the part, she sounds the part, knows her stuff. She's a veteran. um, You know. I think the only really downside to her candidacy was the fact that she comes from Hawaii, which obviously a very small electorate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if she been, come from a bigger state, you know, with more power, more yeah, influence was from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you know she she would have uh, she she would have gone a little bit farther, or maybe just wouldn't have been you know been taken out the way that they kind of took her out. They literally, I mean, at one point, just ignored that she even existed.
1: Oh, for um, sure. In, in they the were, yeah, they were Democrat getting, primary. They were getting other people that were below her, underneath her with the, with the percentage right. on, and she's like, they're not even letting me talk. They anything. knew she
0: was the threat. Yes. yes,
1: and the way she took out the current sitting vice president is phenomenal to the point to where she got knocked out before her, her, even her state was able to vote for her,
0: yeah. which is the craziest part. What but I understand th- is why wouldn't they have given her the VP slot? You know what I mean? She was the stronger candidate she, because she, she, she was the more.
1: She's not black. Well,
2: that I I, I yeah. actually don't think that was as important as she's not uh, what I call like a Shiite Democrat. She's not on that fringe, crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, lo- no, no, that's that's a real that's a real term.
0: Yeah. It wasn't far. She wasn't progressive enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so she's not, she's not an ultra progressive. She she's somebody who is for certain progressive ideals, but also has some conservative values that are great. I love her as a candidate. Um, you know, when I, when I saw her, uh, on Rogan, she did three hours sitting there and I was like, everything that he asked her on every position, even if I didn't necessarily agree with it, I said to myself, you know, there's a reasoned argument. I don't feel like this is just so she can fit in a box somewhere. Right. And I think there's some, some things she didn't agree with the Democrat party on, and yeah. she made the carnal mistake of not saying every yeah. single thing, like a robot that the party wanted yeah. her to say. She didn't
1: adopt the talking so points. So they yeah. did a, <laughs> evidently there was a workout group of um, bipart, it was a bipartisan workout group every, I don't remember how what, how often they did it, but they did it at the Capitol. And this group of not like bipartisan people would, would work out and they would talk and everything else. And they're saying like, they would Purposely sign each other's bills, knowing that look. I know who you are. I know what the bill's about. You gave it to me with enough time mm-hmm. so I can support it, and we could do something bipartisan. And mm. the vitriol that they got from other people from the party is mm-hmm. so disgusting because people were trying to work together. Right. The be- the best way you know that a b- a there's a good bill is when no one's happy. I, that's what it kind of needs to start getting back to. Mm-hmm. Is that we need we we need to take back the Senate. We need to pick up the House. It's, well, it's what's, become ridiculous. What's
0: sad is that what created a lot of the polarization was the elimination of earmarks marks, mm-hmm. honestly, because bas- they were literally buying each other's votes Yeah, uh, is exactly what happened. And the minute you took away, you know, their control over how much money they could send back to their districts. They said, okay, then I'm just going to side with my party on everything.
2: I think it was the line item veto personally. I, mean, I think mm-hmm. earmarks were part of it, but line yeah. item veto, the second that you gave the president, the ability to strike down individual per- portions of a law. So all you had to do was get it to like. of where you needed it. And if you worded it right, the president will do the rest of the law making for you. Like that's, that's, that was absolutely crazy. when they allowed that. Right. And, and that was something that, by the way, is a both party problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it came in under Clinton, but it was not uh, something that was, uh, you know, Republicans were fine with it because they knew they were going to be in the white house one day too. And boy, isn't it fun if you can have one guy who has the powers of both offices. Yeah. Well, it created
0: a stronger, it created a stronger, Seat of the presidency, you know, because now the president had much more tactical mm-hmm. new powers, you know, rather than just killing the whole bill, you know, in, in general, he could, you know, oh, yeah. just kind of slice it. People out. Forget,
2: the president is actually supposed to preside over things. He's supposed to do very, very little. little almost nothing. So when people talk, like whenever I see a president running, he's like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. I'm like, oh, you don't know the job you're running for. That's what they, <laughs> that, that's, they, they call it the president that you preside. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not just president. It's
1: presiding over things. Well, and, people you people always forget when you have the state of the union, it's the president going to the, the two cabinets and asking the hey this is what i would like for you guys to focus on mm-hmm. this cycle does it mean it gets done no it doesn't mean at all it's gonna get done mm-hmm. but i think people forget like the, okay we're supposed to do what the president says no we're not supposed to do what the president says mm-hmm. and if anything a lot of times the speaker of the house and the minority and majority leaders will do the absolute opposite no. of what the president wants to get done well, and and you're supposed to be persuasive in that mm. speech
2: and mm. not going y'all are terrible. And everybody who likes me do what I say. Like, you know, you, you sh- it should be a thing where you pick one or two things that are super important to the American public who you're supposed to represent, Correct. not to your party, mm. to the American public as a whole. And you say, Hey guys, can we at least focus on these couple of things? And by the way, here's, you know, maybe something I think about other things, but the, 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 the way that it's been weaponized by both parties, Correct. you know, in recent history, um, uh, is, is really sad because it's not supposed to be that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and Tulsi again was, uh, you're right. I think as she was, uh, as prominent of a moderate as you're going to come along to, to be able mm-hmm. to get as far yeah. as she did in the democratic process. The other thing that I think took her out with Democrats, uh, was the fact that she didn't bow at the altar of the Clintons. You know what I mean? She oh, did, yeah. she, she did, uh, you know, she, Which means that she still has her soul. Well, well she, yeah. she, she was very critical, very critical of Hillary.
2: Well, so she was in the army, so she doesn't
1: like murderers is my understanding <laughs> <laughs> if she could have sent a drone.
0: Yeah. But, it, but again, it was also presented a very modern R. kind R. of B. more Foster. nuanced, mm. a more nuanced veteran. That again wasn't so predictable into, you know, how we should look at foreign conflicts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, and you're right. I've listened. I haven't listened to the new one, mm-hmm. the new interview. But she had been on Rogan a couple times, mm-hmm. and and she always. I mean, to hold your own for three hours is very uh, difficult. Is yeah, difficult. It, especially I, I, when your average politician couldn't do it.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you though, it, it was funny to me. I think actually Bernie Sanders did surprisingly well. Yeah, if you if you watch him, but he also wasn't full bernie but if you're
0: true to and who he, you are yes. with rogan yes. um then you have nothing to worry about the problem is true. when you if you try, try to, to go in there else, yes. yeah and be something mm-hmm. you're not he's going to
2: uncover that oh i i think that's the well, best I, mean, I think anybody asking you questions sequentially who's paying a, in any degree of attention to what you're saying yeah Over a three hour interview. I mean, that's why, you know, I've been lobbying to make this a six hour podcast (laughs) because I feel like we could really get to the Uh bottom of things.
0: (laughs) The (laughs) producer is going to kill us right
1: now. Kill y'all. I have nothing to do with this. Uh, Yeah, but you're
0: right. And that's actually part of the reason he's admitted. That's part of the reason he makes the interview as long as he does Mm -hmm. is because the first hour, yeah, you're going to kind of, you know, have your wall up and you're going to kind of, you know, resort to, you know, your, your more predictable answers and, and that sort of thing. But, after that first hour is when you kind of start breaking down into who you really are. Right. And I mean, look at what he's done to, um, you know, um, Sanjay Gupta, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, look, how he, you know, Elon, you know, when Elon's mm-hmm. been on
1: the show. Remember that one guy that was doing YouTube videos with, in regards to like all oh, the truth or like, He was was, like trying to... UFO guy? No, 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 no. He was like a a BuzzFeed guy Mm. that was like, well, this is the real reason why we do these things or the true reason why we do these things. I can't remember what he did, but uh, I do remember that he did an interview with Rogan, and Rogan like destroyed him. It was like, yeah. it was only for like an hour and a half. Oh, cause it was so the, bad. <laughs> he destroyed
0: right. the, you know, uh, the guys from Twitter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, Jack Dorsey, Dor- not- Dorsey
2: did okay. But George, the, yeah, the, Dorsey
0: did okay. But, but he cause he didn't really have to answer for what
2: he, he just pointed the finger at the people that he ultimately brought on <laughs> right, yeah. that got eviscerated. And exactly. they were like, yeah, we don't have like, when you can't go further down that chain because they couldn't answer anything yeah. because mm-hmm. the truth is, their moderation was based on discretionary uh, cr- criterion. Yeah. So and and what are you going to do, blame,
0: blame the owner of the company yeah, sitting but, right but, next but to but you? discretionary
2: yes. criteria, <laughs> and, and here, here's the thing. There are people that I, I am sure there were great people and, and continue to be, because by the way, this problem has gotten 0% better, yeah. um, on, on all of these platforms who like, you know, when it comes to bad stuff, like, you know, stuff that hurts kids or uh, other things where you can definitively black or white, be like, oh, I think we're all against that, you know, beheading videos and this sort of thing. That's an easy call to make. Yeah. And, and I think they make the right call in those cases, it gets a lot murkier when you start getting on to talking about things in science, when you're not a scientist, Right. Mm-hmm. when you start talking about, well, this guy's dangerous hate speech, but there's a, there, sometimes there is political discourse and sometimes yeah. there are things, and we're going to get to some of that in a minute. Well, the perfect but, example know, to get
0: know, back to what, what, you know, to Tulsi, but, yeah. you know, the perfect example is the Florida Surgeon General. Mm -hmm. Uh, and i'm not going to try to pronounce his name because it's complicated Mm -hmm. i mean you know but he put out a statement saying that based on a lot of the medical uh, uh, studies that have been done about covid and you know and and about the vaccines Mm -hmm. you know he made a suggestion that men over 40 should not be taking the vaccine whatever Mm -hmm. and twitter came along and deleted the tweet and basically and 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 put a strike on him right you know and this is a, the Florida surgeon general right. who graduated from Harvard, right. I think Harvard and Yale. Right. And he was, a, and he was also a, a medical professor at or some other major university. Well, it, it
2: also becomes a problem when you can go back to people and, and criteria that they were using. So when you were saying, yeah, COVID, vaccines don't stop the transmission of COVID like at all. Right. And people were being like, that's anti-vax hatred. And you know, that you're spreading medical disinformation. And then you got the president of Pfizer oh, when he's under oath in front of Congress yeah. yes. testifying, yes. oh, no, we in fact never did test COVID properties for transmission. Well, the only reason they didn't was because they know it didn't do anything. So yeah. anybody who said that there was medical evidence at the time that said that it did prevent transmission was wrong because the very people who made the drug never even tested it mm-hmm. so the, there's a lot of stuff now that like when when you hear it in the news and when it becomes that's the danger of censorship is that when it becomes popular when it reaches a critical mass where you know we think democracy is great in all things it's not so if if, a, if public or we'll say journalistic general opinion hits 51 percent on something mm-hmm. and they call it science and then you start silencing the other voices, that pendulum can never swing back over the other mm-hmm. way.
0: Yeah. yeah, and the problem is is our our, our journalism uh, entities, our, our media outlets, have simply just become messengers of the left, and they've they just regurgitate everything that they're told, you know, by the White House and and by Democrats and liberal entities uh, all over the globe.
2: Well, middle of the road Nate here, but uh, but I'll say I think there's some of that on the right side too. You know, well, there's there's, there's definitely, but there's a difference yeah, between no, there's. Lies. Lies. <laughs>
0: There's a difference between, there's a difference between looking at outlets like the wall street journal, the Washington post, these, these, these centuries old, you know, Mm -hmm. platforms and, and then talking about the daily wire and Ben Shapiro and, you Mm -hmm. know, and these, these known conservative outlets. Right. You know, because they're not trying to hide who they are. Correct. You know, meanwhile, you've got CNN, the Washington Post, the New mm-hmm. York Times, all hiding behind journalistic integrity, claiming to, to espouse the truth.
2: Well, we, we've never talked about this, but, but do you consider Fox news to be like CNN in that respect? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's why I, I'm, I'm just always, curious. I don't, I don't uh, yeah. watch
0: any of the, the news cable networks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I was, I was just curious because there's a lot, like, I, I hear a lot of people, you know, on both, like, you know, it, basically, you know, a lot of people I know that are, you know, CNN primary. Yeah that will say, well, Fox News is this. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. They are that, and so is CNN. And then when you ask them about like, well, do you think CNN's slant like that? And they'll be like, oh, a little bit, but not really. I'm like, so that's what Republicans think about Fox News. Right? Don <laughs> Lemon yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah.
1: The, the principal person of what made you get upset. About CNN. <laughs> after they got rid of of of, of Pomo, after they got rid of, now they've got rid of a lot of people. Actually, mm-hmm. on that side, they're trying to get back to their where the original was. Well, However, well, it's just, yeah. it's it gets so frustrating because as a Republican, you it's almost like you. I usually use the same example as as being a Christian. People mm-hmm. are going to look at you ten times more because they know that you have some kind of values, and they're going to mm-hmm. if you slip up one second, it's going to go downhill from there. Right. Yeah, and I think that's what happens with with Fox News. They got a Christian everyone, calorie. Show. Every, I mean. Yes, Chris Freak. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so it's just it is. It's become such a thing that people are so upset, and I just I don't know where we're going to get around it. Even with inside the parties themselves are getting so upset because right. the parties themselves are trying to break each other apart. And again, mm-hmm. this happens every 50, 60 years. This mm-hmm. isn't the first time it's been this divisive. This is like the fourth or oh, fifth time at all. when the parties realign themselves with different positions. I heard we fought some kind of war last time it got real
2: divisive. <sighs>
1: Why do we have to go there?
2: No, <laughs> of no cause you are right there. though. Uh, the reason I said, I make that joke is because every time that, you know, there there's a, a fair amount of movement or you hear, you know, famously, like when Ronald Reagan moved from being a, a Democrat to a Republican, you're about, oh the parties, all these things are, they're tearing themselves apart. I'm like, not comparatively to what was going on in history and no. it's an evolution of things. And also, I mean, it, honestly, are be there, the worst thing in the world, if we got a
1: third I mean, party, we, are uh, there days, yes, are there
0: days where I, where I would kind of wish they'd bring duels back yeah I
1: mean, yes. you know I mean, we don't have police <laughs> i bought a cane pro- <laughs> we don't have police shooting protesters in the middle of like cambridge right college. Yeah. They're, they're, those things yeah just you are don't even have police there anymore, anymore. i
0: know <laughs> no again it's the perception that things are worse right. now because of, we're so inundated with with the amount of media that comes out of anything political or any kind of news item it's well, just yeah. everything I mean, is so sensationalized to the hilt that we're 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 just overwhelmed with it we're 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 just inundated with it
2: and, and you're not hearing it through like some weird like 10 second radio but i was like yeah. hey something weird happened in cambridge anyway back to our program like, yeah. like right. there's no like you now have live video footage of everything and all this stuff so yeah i agree i think it's you know but that's hilarious. the
0: thing you know and even when it comes down to like npr i listen mm-hmm. to i do listen, I to, listen NPR, to NPR. you know mm-hmm. but are they are are they uh,
1: um liberal leaning absolutely how many times would do i roll my eyes when i'm listening to npr Yes, yeah. multiple times, but I still mm-hmm. need to listen to it and still need to hear it. Because-
0: I mean, Melissa Harris Perry, who was oh literally God. an MSNBC host, mm-hmm. is now one of the hosts on one of their most popular programs. It's so mm-hmm. frustrating. It's
1: so it, frustrating.
0: And 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 uh, you know does um does you know does um oh what's her name? She does the um, she's one of the longest running shows on NPR. I'm forgetting her name now. Terry. Terry.
2: Oh my God. Anyways,
0: does she ever, does she ever interview a conservative or a Republican or no, never. never. Um, but anyway, so Tulsi, is she going to go Republican? Honestly, if she wants to run for office again, I think that's her only angle. Um, because that just is what the game is.
1: The independent vote just never manipulate, never materializes during the election. She could, she could win. Maybe
0: go governor of Hawaii as an independent, um, you know, you may be able to run something like that state level. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. For but, sure, she could stay independent. But go, like, d- d- okay, here, here's a, here's a great, and once here's you've a been great a, yes or no question.
0: But wait, once you've been in Congress, the thing is also your choices are so limited. It's yeah. like well, it's we, like Senate and President. That's it.
2: Will we ever see an independent president? No. No. I don't think okay. we will. Well, then not in go. our lifetime.
1: Yeah, I mean, things would have had to would have had to fallen apart for us for that situation to occur i think they would rather do ranked choice voting before they would do something like that and that (laughs) honestly that would that would um give more that would become more partisan because in california it's become so much more difficult to have someone that has at least, at least you have someone that has different ideas right. when it comes to, when it comes to not rank voting, when yeah, it comes s- to rank voting, you have nothing but Democrats, like hmm. the first five, and then you have a Republican. But see, you know, to me,
0: the, you know, the, 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 funky smell I get from, from rank choice voting is that it typically tends to be Republicans who don't like Donald Trump, who are in favor of the rank choice, choice hmm. voting. And it's because I think they want to destroy um you know and rebuild a party without donald trump Mm -hmm. um that being said i think that's incredibly short-sighted donald trump if he wins another election you know he'll have his you know four years in office and then move on and smash him you know honestly we could have this all could have resolved if you just get in 10 years nobody's going to care about Donald Trump anymore no, no. and, and you know, and, and they'll be obsessed with somebody
2: else. De- DeSantis is going to smash him in the Republican primary. That's
0: not true. You don't think so? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that, true. you know, the, the, well, the, the liberal media is trying to create that environment. Attention. They're trying, Attention. yeah, they're, they're trying to create the, a rift between DeSantis and Trump. The problem is they're buddies and I don't think that it's actually there. You
2: no. know, you don't think that's going to come. how you think he's going to duck at the last minute and let. Let uh, Trump. Go I on, would
1: rather him. see Trump be king. I know oh, he's already
0: he's Trump's already. I mean, DeSantis has already said you know that as long as Donald yeah. Trump runs, he's not going to run. Gonna run. Mm. You know, he's already stepped aside, and and I don't see him going back on that because honestly, it's it, it there's there's yeah, no. I think,
2: I think when Enable said was wrong too. I think it's going to be you know Trump is kingmaker all the way. DeSantis is going to step down. I would Could you imagine. imagine? I just said. What could you, said, you man? imagine? No <laughs> again unless
0: something prevents trump from legally running again Mm. um which they're trying yeah i mean it's he's gonna run again um and dissentists will run in uh, eight years.
2: Well, and, and Trump has the Caesar paradox, It's like, Six years. as long as he wins elections, they can't put him in jail. So he has it, the added incentive, whether he even wants to or not of it, making his life easier yeah. at this point to be president. Y'all could have
1: got rid of him after four years. Now we have to deal with him for eight years. Like mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. the issue that they've created. Okay to take us
0: home. Well, not only that, I mean, the, the latest drama is Roger Stone and uh, Trump have had a falling out. Because Who apparently would have thought? Roger Stone wanted another pardon,
1: you know. Who would have thought? You know, just keep your shirt on. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. Well, I mean. Fine. It's a phenomenal, you phenomenal, have to, phenomenal tattoo. You though. have to
0: admit you've made a lot of bad life choices when you need two presidential pardons. <laughs>
1: that's true, um, that's You that. know, I think you
0: gotta revisit some of your life choices <laughs> at that point, but. Hey, life All well right. spent. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Uh, just a couple things. One, don't forget to uh, check out our friends over at Community Patriots. That's community-patriots.com. They're an amazing grassroots organization helping Republicans get elected. They're also helping our fellow Floridians down in Southwest Florida get their lives back together. Excuse me one second. And um, uh, they uh, are a constitutionally founded organization. They support constitutionally founded uh, candidates. uh, And they're out there walking uh, for candidates, knocking doors, making phone calls, uh, raising money. And uh, they also could use your support. If you're unsure of what campaign to join or how to join a campaign, go to community-patriots.com, join one of their meetings here in Hillsborough or Pinellas County, or you can start your own chapter. If you're somewhere else in the state or in the country, reach out to Jeff or Kim, and they'd be happy to get you uh, up and running. Uh, Also, we're now, uh, I think we're gonna try to check in with uh, David Houston, uh, who may be ready to go with an update from Concerned Veterans for America. David, what's going on, buddy? no <clears throat> excuse me no not working okay all right right. We'll, uh will we'll try to get that figured out and get an update from uh, from david uh here soon but again also make sure you can check out concerned veterans for america at cv4 that's the number four a.org uh for those of you who passionate approach uh to your promotion of american freedom and uh principles and making sure that we take care of those who have served our country uh through again concerned veterans for america at cv the number four a.org um as we uh, start to bring in uh tonight's show into our final topics uh we go local as all for transportation died before it even got off the ground, um, and uh, ironically, for a transportation um, ballot measure.
2: I see what. you Excuse did me. You
1: got. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Guns are here to stay.
0: Yes. Well, they, you know, uh, this is uh, now the second time that they have uh, put this ballot measure uh, on on the t- on the ballot. Um, they they did this two years ago. It actually passed um, despite the vague language, uh, they, uh, raised a whole bunch of money through this measure. And then once it was challenged in the courts, they actually, uh, said that it was, uh, not a properly written ballot measure and uh, that the money needed to, um, be dealt with or returned to either returned to, uh, the people who gave it, you know, so again, the residents of uh, Hillsborough County, um, uh, or basically the, the, uh, this was the biggest I think mistake of the whole ruling which did they didn't determine exactly how the money uh, had to be returned or how it could be used. And so now you've got this pot of money that they don't want to give back to the people. And so they tried to pass the ballot measure again with shady language again. And congratulations to Karen Geroche, um, who also does work for the Heritage Foundation, who was able to get this ballot measure off the ballot uh, before Election Day even happens. I mean, there may be some ballots out there with it. Um, but it Again, that that particular ballot measure has been stricken, so those votes will not count towards so it.
1: There
2: were about can, can three hundred. Just, yes. just real quick, so uh, you know, obviously, uh, I didn't know about this as much as uh, some of the other topics, so I, I went and looked it up just to set the table for everybody. The measure we're talking about basically was a one percent sales tax hike, I believe. Correct. In in uh, Pasco County, Hillsborough uh, County, Hillsborough County, in order to, uh, basically provide funding for a bunch of transportation and transportation will say, quote unquote, adjacent initiatives. Right? Yeah.
0: Okay. H- about 45% of the money would have gone to heart, which is the Hillsborough area, regional transit. So mm-hmm. buses basically, mm-hmm. um, and the trolley. Um, um, and then the remainder of that money would have gone to city of Tampa, city of temple, Terrace and plant city, um, and, and again it's basically they just want more money more slush. it's it's they mm-hmm. just want to they want more slush funds the bigger, um, the there's problem. no plan there's no there there's nothing to hold them accountable to in terms of how they would improve transportation yeah, the
1: first mm-hmm. time around they were actually going to have a unelected board of individuals make the decisions where the funds were supposed to be spent which mm. that caused a huge problem because that's unconstitutional and actually our <laughs> our really good friend Bob Emerson was the one that was uh, and with Stacy white uh, were the ones that actually pushed that initiative to ensure that they were able to overthrow that which was funny because I actually sat in the the hearings for this past Thursday Thursday or Friday when we had the additional review on the county Commission and Stacey white was there says so he's like look you guys can you guys can try to pass it again but we're going to probably stop it again because you guys did the exact same thing that caused the problem the first time, right? And it's like, why are you pushing for? And so the city, the county commissions had the uh, had the ability, if they would put a, like a stay, um, submit paperwork and pay for the lawyer to then submit a stay of of the issue, so that we could then have it on the ballot. And Stacey White is just smiling. That like, you can do what you want, but this judge already told you that what you guys did was inappropriate, and you're asking them. You're asking that particular judge to do another thing for you, and they're like, "I don't think the judge is going to do that." And I think now that it's done twice, I think the mm. judge is definitely going to not allow that to happen because we're going to be in the same predicament where we're right. raising money again, mm. taking money from citizens. And this is the thing: it was so it was so annoying to see certain accounting commissioners talk about how. That well, we these funds are just sitting in somewhere that we could have been using. And I'm like, No, you miss you've already misused those funds. You've stolen the money. I didn't want to say stolen <laughs> yeah. because they kinda have they kind of mm-hmm. did and can kinda have not, because it's just sitting in an escrow account where they can't touch it. No one can touch it because no one knows what to do with it. To, to well, my, they know to what my to my do thing. with
0: it, and the problem is yeah. they don't want do do, to do what they have to do with they it. They
1: don't want to do anything which with
0: is it. to find a way to give it back to the taxpayers in this It's camp. gonna very,
1: cost more than they collected, is the problem. It won't cost more than they collected to submit the stuff back to Do a
0: gas tax or do a toll suspension or something. I I think that
1: might be the easier way is just reduce, Mm -hmm. uh, reduce uh, gas prices in the region. But again, I don't know if that's even legal (laughs) either. And that's the problem. You're going to try to do this again. It's going to get hit again. So then we're going to be in the same position again. And so that's why I think it's just it's just ridiculous what that's going on. And you had county commissioners that were very adamant. But people need to vote. The people need to vote. You need to tell the people the truth. Because in Orange mm-hmm. County, they did a very simple, like, this is to raise taxes for tra- for different modes of transportation, blah, blah, It was like three sentences, and it passed. That's great because people knew what they were talking about. Right. You cannot say that in this measure, the first three things in this word are roads and Brandon and re-review, blah, blah. blah none of that's happening yep. that stuff doesn't go to brandon that stuff doesn't go to river. those aren't cities right, right? those are non-incorporated mm. places in hillsborough county you're right. lying to the people also mm. it didn't have the financial disclosure that and the people that plastic. run
0: Hart don't care about those parts of
1: the county no they'll right. never care about the t- those parts of the town yeah. if you were at least tell me that that because the thing the trolley is fun the trolley is nice hell we're gonna use it tomorrow when we go parking eboard so that we don't have to pay the 20 dollars to park in downtown Tampa because mm-hmm. there's a lightning game That's the reason why we use the toll. We don't use the toll for transportation when it comes to housing or residency. We use it for it's a glorified bus system that I don't have to pay for. Mm. I'm done.
0: Well, uh, you know, so uh, Kim was pointing out, I guess, uh, that with the appeal, there will be a stay, so it remains on the ballot. If God forbid it passes, then they'll have to we'll have to sue the county commission again, you know, basically <laughs> to to stop them from making from collecting uh, the the monies. And so, I mean, it's
1: so uh, difficult. It doesn't need to be this <laughs>
0: difficult. No, and the truth of the matter is is that. You know, there is a change happening. We're seeing a lot more people work from home, um, which is one of those things that I think they should incentivize, find ways to incentivize businesses to work from home, to allow more people to work from home. Yeah. Um, but the problem is they can't go out there and say that because they take money from developers who build these business corporate complexes yeah. and, uh, and so but that,
2: that kind of development has already cooled off a ton though i mean they see of the course. writing on the walls oh yeah it's it's mixed use of residential you know I-Rise that you i rise i don't know
1: they're on. building two more commercial buildings in downtown tampa things are still are moving. they
2: are they pure commercial though yeah. or are they that that, that middlebury no, model where, pure where
1: commercial there, there is going to be mm-hmm. a hotel attached to another piece of property that they're building out but things are still moving in that direction mm-hmm. i mean people are so lit because then you have that work i'd be interested to space. see when
2: those projects were started like as as far as it just it got approved by and, the city of Tampa. I, I, I mean, it
1: just I just saw it over the weekend that it got approved for development. And so what's happening now is that there are some corridors within inside the city that you can see that there are two or three um, commercial buildings, and then there's like a bunch of larger residential apartment buildings. So then just like that work share work live play place. Mm-hmm. So like that new neighborhood that got created in the middle of the city of Tampa called Midway, which is not Midtown. It, Midtown, I'm sorry, I, I don't care. Cause it's not, like, you can't just call yourself like a, a community like that, it's insane. Well,
0: it's like, you know, them trying to relabel, you know, the, the university mall
1: areas uptown. Yeah, exactly. You're just, you're putting lipstick on a pig. Quite literally in <laughs> uptown.
2: Like, <laughs> I so, call my neighborhood where models should hang out. And <laughs> that doesn't just happen, you have to build that. But, that, but those areas, <laughs> yeah.
1: you see them building one or two commercial buildings and then they're surrounded by different residentials, you have restaurants and everything. So it look, it's really nice, it's really cool but i can tell you right now not one native tampanian lives in that in that new created district no it's no. all northerners it's all people from miami it's everyone that's living high and that wants to pay $3000 for a, a 500 square foot studio apartment yeah, right. right
0: you know i mean but it but it screams it though yes. i mean when you talk about the fact that it, you know the whole foods moved in there yeah. there's rei there's uh, shake shack you which know I have
1: yet so, to go to, right
0: which again which if you're from I florida i cannot
1: because i'm just going to be shamed with calories. <laughs> <laughs> most people from Florida,
0: don't go to any of those things. No, we go to Chick Fil A and Bass Pro Shops.
1: <laughs> I've yet to.
2: Okay. No more Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh
1: no, oh, really?
2: Nope. <gasps> they, they, don't, they, they don't. They don't. They don't. Uh, they They came out with. Uh, so I have a friend that works for one of the major gun manufacturers, and they uh, came out with a very anti, like basically. We don't want to sell
1: guns. We think they're oh, bad. I thought you meant they guns. were
0: closing yes. or something. Oh, no, no, They should close. I think they are closing in uh, mm-hmm. Citrus Park. I think they closed yeah, in Citrus Park There's nothing happening
1: there. I will say, though, I need to go to the, brass, the Bass Pro Shop mm-hmm. in Brandon. Because evidently, there's a steakhouse in there. and It's amazing. It is. Yes. There is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we all yeah. should go. One of these yes. Towns. Let me know, dude. Yes. I'm in. We should go. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We'll talk about this later. No, oh, We're only like
0: 10 minutes away from it. Yeah, but sure.
1: you have all to go home.
0: Anyways, so um, uh, all for transportation, the nightmare that won't go away. Uh, We'll certainly be talking more about that as uh, the news continues to develop on that front. Um, uh, Now, we're going to close out tonight's show with a L.A. City Council member. um, Actually, head
2: of the L.A. City Council, too.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Resigning from office after a recording which was more than a year old, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, or about a year old, actually mm-hmm. surfaced uh, where she made some racist remarks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nuri Martinez, uh, who is uh, the woman who was uh, recorded in the recording, Martinez focused in particular on council member Mike Bonin, uh, who was white, and Bonin's Beautiful. son, young Beautiful. son, who was black. At one point, Martinez called Bonin a little uh, female dog. Mm-hmm. And because uh, there's kids in the room, and referred <laughs> to his son as parece uh, changuito, which for um, Mexican loosely translates to like a monkey.
2: As your senior Latino correspondent here, <laughs> who is here for diversity only. Um, I felt like we needed some diverse voices in oh, this room. My goodness. Yeah. So they, they, well, brought that's me why we brought you on. I, I yeah. thank you. I, I appreciate reason that. Why. Uh, I, I was, I was very fascinated to see what, what your take on this was. Um, and, and where you felt how, how much of, cause I mean, obviously the, the slur is a slur. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them is a personal insult, uh, and the, 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 right. the, The way, though, that they were discussing, uh, you know, because she refers to places as the Blacks. And she does use some slurs against uh, uh, the Aksakwa. I'm sorry, I'm terrible at pronouncing that. Um, But basically, it was apparently like a a kind of like a a sub sub whatever uh, of the Mexican culture that is traditionally oh, the they are from yeah, the Oaxaca, Oaxaca. Yes. Uh, who, who that's exactly what I said. Thank you for, <laughs> for me on that. Um, uh, that are traditionally a little smaller and yeah. a little bit darker than sure. some of the other regions of, of Mexico. Honestly,
0: as most, yeah. n- most native peoples from central and South America, mm-hmm. I mean, they're typically of, you know, shorter stature, darker skin.
2: Right. Um, uh, so, so I was interested to, to see, uh, you know, sometimes when, you know, when she was making those statements and she was talking about the blacks, like, it, are are we are we going to sit here and pretend like that portion of it is racist or is she talking about the political reality of that's really how stuff gets carved (laughs) up and we don't like to see how the sausage is made.
0: Well again this ties very well into the issue that we were you know we talked a few weeks ago with Vincent Nowicki Mm -hmm. in the corruption that we're seeing here in St. Petersburg as you know they were literally trying to draw a councilwoman's new home into the district that she currently sits on because nobody had noticed that she had moved Mm -hmm. and you have to live in your district Mm -hmm. to sit on the city council uh, Wheeler Bowman. So she literally the day that Vincent Nowicki he filed, uh, that, uh, uh, complaint with the city, she had to resign, um, be, per mm-hmm. the city charter that those are the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but her, the pastor whom she appointed to the redistricting committee was quite literally trying to draw her house into the <laughs> district, uh, mm-hmm. so that she could remain in office. Of course he denies all of it. Right. Um, but you had an expressway, uh, you know, a very racist mm-hmm. expressway, as our national transportation uh, um, uh, administrator would tell you that mm-hmm. you know uh, highways and expressways are, are racist. Um, well, duh. They they were using two seventy five as the border for this particular district, mm-hmm. and so they were trying to draw over or under the that 275 border to include her home, Mm. uh, which again was completely unnecessary other than for the fact to preserve her seat on the board. Um, And so, yeah, I mean this is
1: it's the sketchy part of politics when yeah. it really comes to that. So, mm-hmm. at, as of today, she has officially resigned from the City Council uh, City Council mm-hmm. and uh for the uh, City of LA and there's actually two more additional uh, City Council members that are under immense pressure at the moment. Uh, Kevin De Leon and Gil Cedillo uh will no longer be sitting on committees uh, dealing with real estate development, housing and other issues. So the woman that took over as the chair of the city council is now removing them from their particular uh, committees in regards to city dealings. Um, She has also said that they do not have the authority to remove them, but they do have, they are wanting people to do a recall so what has occurred now is that people are starting to talk about how they can start the recall and have it done in March. So mm-hmm. that's what they're starting to push. Yeah.
0: Cause to your point, what basically it all came down to was that the council members apparently were unhappy with the redistricting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, and so you know, again, it's behind these closed doors that people tend to reveal themselves. They still don't know who posted the audio right. uh, to Reddit. Uh, even though again, all
1: right, fine. This it was, was very happy. this was, <laughs> God, this was very, biggest, very the brow beating of the day.
2: <laughs>
0: this was, was a very strategic <laughs> political hit. I oh, mean, for sure. You're yes. sitting on audio for a year. 100. Uh, oh, they were absolutely. Well,
2: waiting. and and it throws something into the national conversation, which is hilarious because you've been told that Republicans of the party of racism and yeah. all of this, and you've got three, including the senior city council member of L.A., which by the way is as big as a lot of states. Yep. Yeah. Um, and what they preside over, especially economically. So it, there's this traditional narrative of, oh, you know, Republicans are racist and this or that. Uh, I actually, in, in, you, know, uh, I've, you know, we've had discussions about this uh, offline and, and for, for previous issues. Um, I actually think that the Democrats are making a massive mistake in counting on the Latino vote. Um, for the rest of the time. I think the fact that they are counting them is and I'm not lumping the racism in with that. What I'm lumping in with that is the idea that they hold all the same values and all of the same uh, peccadillos. Uh, you know, everybody has to be treated with kid gloves and safe spaces for everything. Right. And uh, you know, like, you know, one of the, the things that, that I always find funny is like when people ask me why I don't support BLM, I say, uh, I have no problem with Black Lives Matter, the concept. I hate the corporation because yes. they're a pro trans socialist organization. Right. Yeah. So, um, and you have no idea how many people I've talked to that are like, what do you mean? I'm like, go look at their charter. It's ridiculous. It's in the second paragraph, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a socialist front. So, like, th- th- well, I think that there's a lot more that are, that are realizing that. And they're, yeah. They come from places that have had socialism, yes. and it worked out real well.
0: Well, and I would say over the next decade, uh, two, uh, even two decades, you know, really to, and I, you said this in, in our uh, our chat group, you know, mm-hmm. but, but um, as Latinos continue to uh, become a majority presence in many cities, counties, uh, and states mm-hmm. around the country, you know, really the political ground is going to change a lot, and to your point, I mean, over. Th- I think it's about thirty-five percent now of Latinos are now identifying uh, or not identifying as Democrats. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're identifying either as independents or conservatives or mm-hmm. Republicans. Um, I think once that crosses into forty percent, mm-hmm. I think all bets all, are off. All off. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you're because now you're in the toss-up
1: territory. Mm-hmm. Also, and um, in, in to spread this a little bit more, even the black vote uh, has been a um, uh, like almost a, a black imagine that when it comes to the voting that it's getting into the 70s that they vote for democrats over yeah. republicans and that yeah. used to be 95 percent. right the fact that we've been able to chisel down so much of that mm-hmm. in these last few years is as is, is very rewarding i want to say
2: well, and, and and again, it goes back to the, this idea, you know, when we talk about polarization overall, it's the idea that you know because I want to come to your party, I have to subscribe, you know, to to every single thing that you believe in. Mm-hmm. And and I look at it like you know, if if a buddy of mine has a house party, um, I'm not expect like uh, now I have to be signing off on the person in general for sure. I'm attending something. I'm attending a function at their house. Yeah, but. I, th- that doesn't mean that every single thing they believe in yeah. that we are lockstep right. in. So, it, you know, when I, I use that analogy to, to say that, you know, th- they're shoving a lot of stuff in the, in their tent yeah. that is popular with zero yes. people. Yeah, correct. Statistically zero people. Correct. Yep. And they've been stacking their tent with that for a long time so that they can climb out of there and go peekaboo, you don't like this and you don't like this, so you're, you're this and you're that. Well, guess what? You put enough of that stuff inside of the tent now you're, you're pointing the finger at everyone. Yeah. And I think that's going to start this whole thing, this
0: whole thing about, about gender affirming, uh, operations on children, um, you know, uh, or even, you know, really, uh, when you're talking about, um, mainstreaming, uh, transgender issues, yeah. you know, and, and that sort of thing. And again, it's uh, when there's, they're defending some of the things that are yeah. happening between the trans community and children, you know, again, hispanics regardless of them voting democrat are typically very conservative yes um oh, yeah and, oh very much and so. a lot of them vote democrat no for that stuff. because they didn't they, especially your immigrant your 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 immigrant hispanics have not taken the time to educate themselves on our political process Correct. and mm-hmm. what our parties truly stand for now mm-hmm. that it's been 10 15 20 years where mm-hmm. there's been organizations mm-hmm. on the conservative side doing outreach to hispanic mm-hmm. uh groups and communities, you're seeing that tide start to turn Mm -hmm. because now they're understanding now they truly know what they're voting for. Whereas before they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about taking parental rights away, um, when you're talking about the promotion of LGBTQ, uh, you know, in schools, you know, to kids under the age of 10, um, you know, those kind of things, those issues are, are, are things that uh, really turn off a large portion of the Hispanic community. Well,
2: well, e- even the, the idea of confiscatory taxes annoy oh, yeah. people from, from Latino communities. They, they've, they've been through. This this whole dream of top down rule, where most of your money goes to the government, and you're left with what that. By the way, how good they can possibly spend that money, even if they are trying to be benevolent, uh, which which rarely ever even remotely comes close to working out, and always leads to issues. They've been through that. They've yeah. seen that. They like, ran. Uh, it's literally some of them ran away from that. They have like,
1: family in that, and I think yeah. that's what I think people don't understand that the Hispanic yeah. vote is a vote to ensure that you don't have that happening here. Mm-hmm. I will say the Hispanic vote will be will ensure that socialism and fascism never comes to the United States mm-hmm. because we are so anti it because we saw how it destroyed our, our grandparents. We saw yeah. how it destroyed their businesses and their land. Yes. Also, what annoys me, and I had this conversation with someone today, uh, someone from like the middle of the country, and I was like, we live the American dream every day. I know Mm -hmm. people around me that live the American dream every day and for people, for liberals to go on television and say the, the American dream is dead. I'm sorry. It's, it's not dead at all. There are Mm -hmm. there are millions of Americans living that every single day. And if you can't do it yourself, then probably move into another city, honestly, because you're not going to be able to live it in the middle of New York. If if they, they have to sell that because they're, they're, they're the party that
2: has sold. You can't do it yourself for so long. And by the way, you want to talk about putting some chains on a group of people mm. how about start by telling them that they can't achieve something in this Correct. society because yeah. it's racist against them yeah. meanwhile you're surrounded by people from their demographic I think, who have completely and done I think, it themselves. and i think we
1: just i just had i just had an epiphany like the yeah. people that are probably surrounding that person mm-hmm. yes none of them are happy with their jobs, they're mm-hmm. not happy with their marriages, right. they're not happy with their lifestyles and everything else. And me, leaving church on Sunday, going mm-hmm. to my parents' house, saying hi to them, going to a a baby's one birthday party, mm-hmm. and there's like, like 20, 30, 40 people there, they, it's just, it's happiness. These people mm-hmm. have homes, they have jobs, they have white collar jobs, they worked mm-hmm. up in their jobs. It, it, we yeah. I saw and it's all it's not just Hispanics in the yeah. household. It was multiple generations of multiple different correct. ethnicities. And I was like, this is the American dream. We're able to we're able to watch the Bucks lose mm-hmm. and still celebrate a baby's one one year old birthday. Exactly. Uh, well,
0: and look, I mean, you know, they're they're obviously never going to own up to it or hold their own people accountable. But this continues to prove that there is uh, just as much racism on the Democrat side, correct? Um, even among Latinos, as there is on the Republican side.
1: We've had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Latinos are just as racist as, as everyone else oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's watch so the weather channel on Telemundo and yes. let me and ask me <laughs> about racism
2: my w- one of my one of my favorite things to tell people is when, when they go you know it's just impossible to to get ahead these days yeah. so i go I 100% agree with you. It's impossible for you to get ahead. That's, <laughs> well, that's definitely, that's, that's definitely a good one. true. That's yeah. a very Kim, good
0: one. Kim Davis said that we have the ability and the legal requirement to draw a protected Latino school board district. And the two Latinas said, no thanks. I bet you, if you told me who they were, I could tell you exactly that they're probably not as Latina as they claim to be. Okay. Cause that's the other issue. You know, we have a lot of elected officials Beto. here who like to mm. use, uh, last names like Cruz, um, <laughs> uh, you know, when they are not Cruz. Um, and barely hispanic mm-hmm. uh, to begin with and 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 look, I mean the truth is is that as families assimilate. Um, the culture is lost, you know, yeah. progressively mm-hmm. over generations. And so some of these people in even some cases where they do have a Hispanic last name, um, don't, they, they are no longer connected to the culture. Um, they have an appreciation for it, but they don't speak the language. You know, they, don't go, as, they don't go back yeah. to their home countries. They don't, you know, they're, right. they're, they're, they're not connected but that, to but
1: that's okay. I don't understand when it became an issue that yes, has someone that's named, uh, O'Brien been back to the motherland of Ireland, right. no, and that's 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 okay. They're Americans. Again. But it's when they have when they try to use it, yes, when they use it for political gain and for others is when it becomes a problem. I will say this: the Hispanics in the last 40 years have done very good assimilating into society, Mm -hmm. opening their businesses, expanding their families, marrying out. And like it just it grows. And so like I go to a Bible study um, that out of the 10 couples, half of them are of mixed race. And it's Mm -hmm. beautiful. No one's talking about it. The only time yeah. we ever realize it is when someone from outside looks in, and you're mm. like, "Oh, wow, this is weird." Like, no, it's not. It's beautiful. In 2022,
0: mm-hmm. it should, I mean, really? I mean, it's weird. I mean, it's like, come on now.
1: And it's and uh, the, I, yeah. the person that said it was weird was a Democrat. Right. Uh, well, well, then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you it,
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> bueno, mi gente. I'd love to see their uh, their genealogy chart. Oh, there, yeah. Was, yeah.
1: there was probably a, a tree with something hanging on it. So uh, what <laughs> what it
0: <is. laughs> All right, everybody. The it is
2: Democrats
1: time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to <laughs> i'm evil David Cabrera, Nate Ginter,
0: uh, for joining us uh, again. Lots to talk about. Plenty more that we left on the table. But we'll be back next Monday night at seven o'clock. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Ish. Don't forget to subscribe to the audio version of this very podcast on your favorite platforms, or as I like to say, over the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, <laughs> Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and Samsung podcast platforms. So well. um, good night, everybody. We'll see you back here next week, Monday night,
1: seven o'clock. Bye bye.